0: You're listening to an Economy Matters Podcast, produced by the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta.
1: The Federal Open Market Committee concluded a two-day meeting earlier The pace earlier of job growth has been strong. Downside risks to the outlook for the, the number economy. number of Fed officials... shadow technology. banking system is large. We've come a long way since the darkest day of the financial crisis. Welcome to another Economy Matters Podcast. I'm Tom Hines, Managing Editor of the Atlanta Fed's Economy Matters Magazine. And today we're joined by Nick Parker, Survey Director here at the Atlanta Fed. Today, we're going to be discussing the results of some recent surveys Nick conducted that in part delved into how optimistic firms feel, especially around the time of uh, presidential transitions. Nick, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Tom. Thanks for having me. Nick, I want to start off by asking you, uh, historically speaking, how optimistic are firms at times of, of transitions of presidential administrations?
0: Well, our measure uh, only covers this this past election the the 2016 election right. um, but if you look back at the Duke CFO Global business Outlook survey, which is the survey where we got our optimism questions, they cover a couple more uh, presidential election periods and uh, you definitely can see a change in optimism around the 2008 election, um, there was pretty decent decline in comparison to quarter-over-quarter changes that they've had in the past. And now, you know, that's 2008 and you're we're in recession. So there are many things that right. could have caused that change in optimism, not necessarily the presidential election or the outcome. And then if you look at maybe the more recent uh, 2012 election, there really wasn't much of a change at all.
1: What causes firms to become uh, more or less optimistic during these turning points? Is it in part psychological? Or do business owners see historical trends that lead them to feel a certain way at these times?
0: So I can't say much about prior instances, but in the case of the 2016 election, some firms anticipated a reduction in regulation uh, some tax reform, sure. uh, infrastructure spending, mm-hmm. uh, even healthcare reform—all the some things extent. we heard a lot about. Yeah, absolutely. And so you can imagine that those, all those things, can have an impact on on the costs that firms face. And if there's any promise of a reduction in those costs, that's a, you know some reason for optimism. Anecdotally, we have some evidence that that's true, but I, but I can't say for certain those are the only reasons.
1: Well, Nick. Uh, Describe for us briefly the survey you use to take the temperature of, of firm optimism.
0: Yeah, so the uh, Business Inflation Expectations Surveys is a survey of the six districts, so the Southeast, basically, the, the six district Federal Reserve, right. that we've fielded since October of 2011. And uh, essentially, it's a survey that's meant to measure the current business environment uh, that firms face and then their expectations for unit cost change over the year ahead. This survey also has a unique feature, uh, a special question series, where we can insert policy-relevant questions and try to get some some more timely feedback on those issues. And the special question series is where we put these optimism questions.
1: Right. Well, I I know when we're discussing survey data, it's easy to get lost in the weeds, and I don't want to do that here. But when you drill down into the data that you collected, uh, did you see anything especially uh, interesting or, or noteworthy in respondents' feedback?
0: Well, you know, I, I think the thing that I would highlight the most is uh, the uniformity of their optimism. Uh, the
1: small firms and large firms, small
0: firms, large firms, firms from every sector had a relatively more optimistic outlook. It's it's become a more optimistic over time since uh, the November measure was our initial measure, and we had one just last May, and there was an elevation of optimism, and it's been sustained. Hmm. Um, so who knows when that that might change? But it was pretty remarkable that it's that happened for everyone and it stayed the same for everyone.
1: Sure, that is interesting. Nick, you mentioned this special question in the survey before. Could you elaborate a little further on the uh, the business inflation expectation setup that you used to conduct the survey?
0: Yes. Yeah, so it, it's a monthly survey. Uh, it's firms every sector except for government and agriculture, and firms that, that run the gamut from owner-operators all the way up to Fortune 500 companies. We're pretty happy with the mix of firms and, and the, the firm size makeup as well. And these are also just firms here in our district in the southeast.
1: So that survey focuses on on inflation expectations, but the special question is a way to leverage the survey to get maybe a different snapshot, different type of look at a subject?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So frequently, you know, uh, Raphael or, or past presidents would have a policy issue of the moment that they are interested in exploring. And this special question series allows us to get very timely responses to those types of questions so that we can hope to uh, provide some sort of insight, either a complement to st- government statistics or just sort of picking the brains of firms to find out what issues are most relevant to them.
1: Right. You mentioned some um, some anecdotal information. I'm going to ask you, Nick, have we seen evidence of firm optimism that takes more tangible form, say, increased business investment, robust hiring, and so forth? How does this optimism typically manifest itself, or, or do we see it now?
0: Well, that is the million-dollar question, right. as they say. Right, <laughs> um, we haven't had enough data come out to really um, make any determinations in that regard, and we certainly would probably have to measure optimism over a much longer period of time to make any assertions in that in that regard. But we're hoping for the best. We're hoping it translates into 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 economic growth.
1: Right. Well, I will infer that you've just invited yourself back onto the podcast in the future, so we can <laughs> we can follow up on that. Uh, so will you be checking from optimism again in a future survey Is that among your plans?
0: Yes, definitely. We'll um, come back to that question from time to time to see how sustainable it is or if it remains at this sort of higher level without much change and see what factors maybe uh, could have influenced it to either increase or decrease um, over time.
1: So if someone listening to this podcast episode wants to take part in a, in a future survey, how would they go about participating?
0: Yeah. So if, if someone wants to become a member of our survey panel, they can visit the Atlanta Fed website. It's frbatlanta.org. Work. And if they look at, under the research tab, go to inflation project. And under the inflation project, there should be a link to, uh, for participation.
1: And how many different surveys do you conduct that are among the choices there? Well, currently,
0: only the business inflation expectation survey is on our website where we're publishing data. But we have another national survey that we're developing. Uh, with reta- researchers at Stanford and the University of Chicago that will be published sometime this year.
1: Great, great. Well, Nick, I want to thank you for coming into the studio and sharing your insights with us. We'll have to do this again, like I mentioned, to see how things look a bit down the road.
0: Thanks, Tom. It was my pleasure. I look forward to it.
1: As Nick mentioned, you can participate in, in future Atlanta Fed surveys. We have a number of of uh, data series, anything from home building to, to small business issues, And like Nick just said, if you go to FRBLNA.org, then go to Research and Data and select the Inflation Project, you'll see a link to uh, participate in our survey there. And we would certainly welcome your participation. And that brings us to the end of another Economy Matters podcast episode. As always, thanks for making time for us. And I hope you'll be back next month when we'll sit down with Atlanta Fed economist Melinda Pitts when we'll discuss her research into the economics of health care, a very timely topic, of course. I guarantee it will be a different kind of discussion from what you typically hear. So be sure to be back next month. And thanks again for listening.
0: This has been a production of the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. For more podcasts on this topic and others, please visit the Atlanta Fed's website at frbatlanta.org.